Three unqualified morons and microphones. This is the previously recorded podcast. All right, welcome to Previously Recorded. I'm your host, as always, R.P. Walsh. And joining me today to talk about Comic-Con is Roberto. Roberto, how are we doing? Uh, hola, I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, it's coming, I mean, not that either of us were there. No. Nor did I really follow it, but spent it a lot of today reviewing what happened at Comic-Con. So. Yeah, I was in a, uh, in a play when... You were sure, at a play. I was at a play. You don't know. Maybe I was on stage. It could have been in a play. Yeah, it could have been. Things, things get crazy in New York. <laughs> um, while it happened, so after the show, I was catching up on everything, and the big announcements from Hall H came, and we'll get to them. Um, but as, like every episode, this episode of Previously Recorded is brought to you by Totally Tees. For all your t-shirt needs, contact Jack at Totally Tees, and maybe you want some cool, I don't know, Pickle Rick t-shirt. He's your guy. He might be able to make you up something really cool. Um, and you can hit him at uh, Totally Tees on Instagram. You can find him on Facebook. And as always, you can reach out to us for all your t-shirt needs. All right. Uh, so I think we can just go down the list and start with some little things uh, from Comic-Con in San Diego that we were not at. <clears throat> we have not. Our sponsors have not provided us with access to cover this appropriately yet. No, no they think that we're – they talked to us. They brought us in for a meeting. Uh, they said that they want to make sure that we're objective reporters yes, before yes. we go. That's look, we just go off of facts. Yeah, and I mean, when DC literally brings nothing to the table except their TV shows, it's it's hard. But you know, they think they said they said we're not ready yet. They said yeah. that all of our sponsors said that. Yes, uh, Natterdays. There's so many of them. Uh, um, Shane's not here to list them through. That's but, true. Michelob, Disney, yeah. like they just. Before actually, uh, this has been weighing on my mind lately. <laughs> Before we get into the Comic Con stuff, on our previous episode of previously recorded, um, which we recorded a little a little longer before we put it out than usual. Yeah. I mentioned Rip Torn, and uh, then he died. <laughs> and I just want to make sure that our listeners understand that I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh. But I have felt guilty because I don't think people have talked about him lately. No. And I brought him up and Nobody talks like, about I reminded God that he was still alive. And then God was like, ah, shit, I got to take care of this real fast. So R.I.P. Rip Torn. We are not responsible. <laughs> the previously recorded podcast is no, not responsible. Yes, we had nothing to do Neither with that. He will be missed. Our, our prayers were with his family. Dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. Dodge. All right. Um, well, thank you for that uh, public service announcement. Yes. Uh, we are all saddened by the loss of the great Rip Zeus. 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 Yes. Oh, what about you? About that. Okay. That's how we got brought up. All right. Cool segue into Disney. Uh, so Star Wars. Not much at Comic Con about Star Wars. We'll probably get more surprised. D- probably get more D twenty three next month. Yeah. I, I. They usually hold stuff out, but surprised they didn't at least tease like something. Something. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, I guess because we're no, this December, right? Yeah, we're really close. That's so I'm I'm surprised that we didn't get anything out at all. I guess because just D twenty three is next month, and, and they like to, which they like to do like some big things, like and even, they bogart things for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're, they're shareholders, so they'll probably get some footage then. Uh, but they did announce that a comic book is coming. It's a four issue miniseries called The Rise of Kylo Ren. Written by uh, Charles Soule, who did a really good job on the Daredevil run. Hey, Charles Soule is a good writer. Uh, there's about 45 Star Wars comic books, that's, miniseries, <laughs> that's and like true. they, it's it's 
if somebody like sneezes and they think that that meant that they liked the character, they probably are going to get a comic book That's series true. out of it. I did. So, I read. I've but read the comics are are canon. Yes, they are. They are. So this. So it could be the Knights of Ren. Yeah, it could be a big big deal. This rise of Kylo Ren comic book. So check out your local comic book stores. Um, and Barnes and Nobles, I know, carries some stuff for that coming out soon. Probably, I would assume before the movie. I don't They'll think have they the give trade a at least date. at Barnes and Noble. Maybe yeah. not the issues, but if it's yeah. for, that won't take long. Yeah, for um, so that'd be pretty cool. Um, and that's really it in the Star Wars. Star part, Wars, right? Yeah, that's really. I've read some of the Star Wars stuff. Um, I did like the main series they had, and then they did a, a side I series. Did, I did read the main series for a while. Um, through trade, and then just kind of like. It's still it's in it. my cart. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just, just stopped off. buying it. The Darth Vader series was really good. They did a Darth Vader yes, side series. Yes, that was good. The, the, the first one, and now they they since did another one. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, there's if you're really into Star Wars and you don't know a lot about, like, you're not a big comic book person, that's it's that's a, a good, good way to yeah, uh, intertwine because there's a, a lot for you to get into out there. Yeah, there's tons. Uh, so the next one. That was of note is that they showed some footage from the new Terminator, Terminator movie, Dark Fate. Um, and it will bring the franchise back to an R rating. That was the headline I read. I didn't even watch the footage because I'm not I a think, big Terminator person. I think person. that uh, RP and I can both speak on this talking point with the, the fact that uh, Terminator after Terminator 2, maybe Terminator 3, could have ended yeah. And uh, it wouldn't have affected either of our lives in any way. Yeah, uh, that's what Shane always talks about. T two. I mean, that's kind of really it. I mean, T two. That's that's Terminator. Yes, yeah. but like T two is a big. Has one. Terminator even been relevant since T? I know they've made movies. Maybe Salvation. So I know that was kind yeah, of popular. I mean, there was there was Christian a couple Bale. that were big, but I mean, none of them were substantial. I know the last no, one. Was I don't think any of them have like broken the bank. If yeah. that makes sense. They've done well, mm-hmm. but I don't think they've anything crazy has happened. Sarah Connor's back in this though. Yes, that's a big is deal. Big, like big connection to T two there. James Cameron, obviously, uh, following his normal. I don't even know if he's involved in them I all the way through. But... He saw the last one that was supposed to be cool. Amelia Clark was in that, and um, the G. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why did I blank on the bank? <laughs> yeah, who's oh, that guy? You the know, guy, that giant um, guy, Sylvester Stallone. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's. Um, yeah, but he just follows the usual trend that James Cameron seems to do when it's not the Titanic, which is I'm gonna make as many of these movies <laughs> as humanly possible. Stay tuned for uh, and, Avatar Seven. Yeah, yeah Avatar Nine coming into theaters 2043. Also released at Comic Con is the highly anticipated. Uh, cult phenomenon of Jane Silent Bob the reboot. Um, Bob, what did you think of the that's, trailer? That's what you want to call it. <laughs> uh, the premise is kind of funny because it's like a reboot. It's, like it's about the reboot, but it's clearly a reboot, and it's like they're acknowledging playing on the fact that yeah, but uh, it's just Jane the Silent Bob. Uh, Strike Back, I think was is a, a great f- movie, and it was fine. Yes, we. I love those two characters. Hey, what was hilarious. our last episode about? Movies that don't need reboot. I agree. That would be one that falls into that category of not needing a reboot at all. I mean, but what has Kevin Smith really been doing besides comic book They guys? just look so old. They do. Yeah, he had that heart attack. He lost all this weight. Jason Mewes, was, he was on so much yeah. shit. He's clean now, but that takes a toll. They do look old. 
they it's about Jay finding out he has a, a kid. Some of it looks funny. I like a lot of the because uh, it's all superhero references. And it's a lot of cameos. It's always a lot of cameos in those movies. Yeah, so, like, like some of the cameos seem interesting or entertaining, but I'm not so sure that I'm like so we super get... interested in seeing no. it. I'll see it at some point, I'm sure. But I don't know if I'll be first showing. I still haven't seen the second Super Troopers, and I love that movie. So. I haven't seen it either. All right, well, you can look for that in theaters 2020, I believe it said. Um, what also is talking about reboots and bringing shit back is Top Gun Maverick, where Tom Cruise showed up and dropped the trailer for the new movie on Friday. All right. Now, you are a fan of the Top Gun movies. Before, movie. Let me preface this with, because I think that we've probably talked about it before. I do not like Tom Cruise. I despise Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, the it's hatred the for, of my existence. The, the hatred for Tom Cruise borders on that of only Miles Teller. <laughs> and so it's a very... What better it's way? It's a very bittersweet feeling for me that I'm excited to watch this movie that stars Both Tom Cruise and Miles <laughs> Teller. It's a dream casting dream uh, yeah. movie for Bob. It's basically, it's, it, I don't know what production company is making Top Gun. I don't remember, but whoever it is, they listened to our podcast and they were like, Hey, let's see how much he hates them. <laughs> I bet he still buys a ticket to this thing. <laughs> yeah. And I will. Yeah, uh, there's not much to take. It was a teaser. There's not really yeah, much to take away. Much. Some cool uh, airplane stuff. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise leather jacket changed. Yes. Uh, originally, there's like a Taiwanese flag, I think it is. There's a and now because that's like a politically. It's a political statement. Yeah, they they took that off of the that makes the back sense. of the the jacket. That, that was sense. a big thing that people talked about. Um, it should be. A, I, I'm curious to how it's going to play out. I want to know yeah. if it's going to be a flop, if it's going to be good. Um, will it appeal to people who have not seen or care about the original? Which, because, if you've seen the original, you care about it because it's a great movie. Yeah. It's like, for example, when Star Wars came out, The the Force Awakens, you could go see that movie on its own. Like, you didn't need to see really any of the other ones. Like, you wouldn't understand all of the stuff, but you could follow the story, pick up on some things. And I think that's probably what they're doing here. Based, yeah, based on what I'm seeing here, it kind of just looks like they're playing on the fact that uh, Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, is just old and kind of washed up. And like I don't know Cruise? about washed up. Yeah, but uh, like he shouldn't still be a pilot. He should have already advanced in his career, but he's still a pirate. Pi- he's not he's a pirate. A, he's a pirate? Yeah, that'd be a crazy <laughs> change. So he becomes a pilot of a pirate ship. Where yes. He's the, he's the captain. But he's still a pilot, and uh, you got some sightings in there. You see Ed Harris a little bit. You see uh, John Hamm a little bit. Gorgeous, man. Barely see Miles Teller, which is probably why I like the trailer. Is he even in it? I, yeah, I think you see him. I is think he the he's the guy with the off? mustache. He had his shirt off at one point. Yeah. Gotta hope they bring back the uh, very, very uh, homoerotic volleyball <laughs> sequence from the first movie. Everybody likes that. You need it. Gotta have it. Like it, love it. Gotta, gotta have, have it. it. You know, We're all about the mixing. Yep. So uh, this podcast <laughs> brought to you by uh, Cold <laughs> Stone Creamery. 
I could really go for some ice cream right the now. The Cold Stone Creamery in the Neshaminy Mall was closed on Saturday for air conditioning problems. But oh. they have since reopened. I don't know that for sure. But I hope you're doing well. Yes. I hope everybody uh, stayed. It was 1,000 degrees out. That would have been a perfect time for ice cream. Oh, Bad time if you are a cold product and you don't have air conditioning. Or if you or if you wanted Sundays because they wouldn't be able to offer that either. But what if you wanted pickles? If you want in, pickles, then you should watch Rick and Morty. Which leads into our topic, Rick and Morty. Season 4 premieres in November at some point. Or maybe two years from <laughs> November. Maybe more. Maybe later. Uh, not really much to talk about here. The cast showed up. They had their, their, their panel at Comic-Con. They, they signed some autographs. Uh, just confirm that's going to be a 10-episode season. And that production on season 5 is already underway, which is really good for Rick and Morty fans, considering we've had to wait... But that's years. that's what they were looking for, right? So they got yeah. the big contract so that they didn't have to uh, – the, the, the writers and the creators so that they didn't have to kind of do other things in between. So now since they got that contract, their main focus is on Rick and Morty so they can kind of bang these seasons out and they can focus directly on that and not have to worry about other projects to bring income in because they, they're making yeah. the money that they need. Rick and Morty is a fantastic – I are... don't know that I've ever watched Rick and Morty not binging it. Because I don't know that I watched it prior to the... It might have been the end of the last season when I started to watch. Uh, I started middle, like, season three. Yeah, yeah like, I think it was partially... Tw- in it's right se- after the Pickle Rick yeah, episode. So waiting a week every time uh, might be a bit much. I feel like the last two or three episodes is all I had to wait for. Yeah. And I had 20 episodes to watch in between them. It's that's it's a high-quality cartoon, man. It's that's We... I'm not into, like, cartoons, really. Like, I like... The Simpsons here and there, but like the Rick and Morty, I can sit Netflix and... you and Shane like. Oh yeah, Big Mouth. Big Mouth, Big Mouth's yeah, fucking yeah, good. It's just it's funny. It's smart. It's it's very ri- smart comedy. Ridiculous, and it's just it's really good, and it I fell in love with it. I don't know who started it, like, like us watching Rick and Morty, but everybody that I started we know kind of started around the same time. Yeah, I know that much. When the Pickle Rick episode came out, I saw it like someone posted the whole episode on Facebook. So I was like, I started watching. So like, did you watch that episode before you watched anything else? I watched about half of it, and I was like, this is pretty funny. I said, I should probably start yeah. from season one, like from the first episode. And that's kind of just what happened. I don't, yeah, I don't and remember exactly. I think like we were at the comic book store talking about it, a couple people watch it yeah. there, and it kind of just I know a couple into of our everybody f- watching it. A couple of our other friends also watch. Yeah, I think uh, Shane was around the Shanks, same time, Shanks, who's too. been on the show. Harry Potter episode, Harry check it Potter. out. Uh, he... I don't think he's watched it a million times, but he will quote the most insignificant lines that so you could obscure. think of from the show. So it seems like he's watched it on repeat for his entire life. He direct quoted, not a quote, a movement that Lawyer Morty did. And if that's you can true. even remember that episode, that there was a Lawyer Morty, yeah. that's how much yeah. he loves this yeah, show. He quoted, he, he actually acted the, the movement out, which was an impressive feed on his part so yeah. so that'll be exciting that's coming out in november um be sure to set your dvrs and what have you sunday nights 10 o'clock i believe is when the other yeah, stuff something on adult swim you figure it out so that was kind of the big non superhero news um and there was even some other stuff there was some uh, other stuff there's the witcher the witcher we're not too well, i've never played the game I am looking forward to it. I heard it's exciting, but we're not going to get into it because we don't have the background knowledge. We don't want to sound uh, dumb, dumb, yeah, <laughs> for lack yeah. of a better term. Um, but one of the shows that is was announced that is 
you know, just as people are are so into it, like comic books and superheroes, and there's a lot of mystery there, and you kind of never know what the fuck's going on, is Westworld. And Westworld was at Comic-Con, <coughs> where they dropped a tease, a teaser trailer, another one that's different from the 30 seconds they dropped at the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, that was... Pretty cool, but also just as confusing. It did what Westworld does best, which is leaving you very, very confused. But also super interested. But you're not sure what you're interested in. Exactly. It's There's something about this show that pulls people in that I was like, I need to watch. I need to keep watching it, even if I don't necessarily don't understand what's going on. Yes. Or even at the end of the season, still don't know what the hell's going on. I don't consider – I do consider myself – a fairly smart individual. Yeah, I mean, you were, you spent a lot of time with Bob growing up. Yes. And what have you. So and then you he's, did, and he, he's a pretty smart he individual. He had a, a solid education. So Roberto uh, and Bob are almost like the same person. Yes. Oh, it seems that way at times, but we're very different. Uh, in Yes, different at the end of but the, day. the same. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, Westworld, in the same way that uh, Scott Snyder, the the comic book writer, has the capability of making me feel like I missed an episode. Yeah, yeah. It like, does. did I just miss something? Did I miss an hour? Am I am I lost? But I didn't. I watched all yeah. of it, and I just feel like I have no idea what's going on at any given moment. What happened with Westworld with me was, especially like last season, where I'd watch it and under thought I understood it, and I took my interpretation of it, and then I read something else, and I was like. Oh, that's not what yeah, they I were alluding to at all. It's getting confusing with who's a robot, who's not a robot. What timeline are we in? Because the man in black ended up being, spoiler alert, ended up being a robot. Yeah, I end. stopped reading things last season because I was getting so much more confused. Yeah, I had to do. And I was feeling like I didn't watch the episode I just watched. Yeah. Based on the that's stuff fair. that they were saying in these articles. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> Did I see the wrong episode? Was I watching Silicon Valley when I was? <laughs> I thought it was Westworld. No, no, that was Entourage. Uh, oh, Entourage. But like Entourage. But even like, I would I would read a synopsis of like a recap of the episode, even though I just watch it to make sure if I missed anything, yeah. it gets explained. And it's just, but at the end of the day, it's still a top-notch television show that I'm going to watch. I make three. sure I watch it, and they they have made it even more appealing with, you know, last year they made it, you know, they added to the show by adding the samurai world, the which was Shogun world, Shogun world. That's what it was, which was really cool. And this year they're adding another section of the park, which is a world war two themed park. And from the trailer, it seemed like they were in a, no, it didn't definitely seem they a Nazi, were, they were Nazi, Nazi occupied. Area. Yeah. Nazi area. occupied area, which like me and Roberto said, why would you want to go there? Yeah, we talked about this uh, before we started recording. Off mic. Off mic, uh, behind the scenes kind of stuff. And of all the, like, Shogun World, cool. West, like a, a Wild Wild West World, cool. If I'm going to, like, the 1940s, I'm not going to want to be in a Nazi-occupied area. If anything, I want to be on the other yeah, side of I it. I want to be. I mean, and maybe they are. Maybe they're, like, liberating. Who knows? Or maybe maybe part of it is you are you go into this world as being like American to, could, soldiers. Could I go into this world as a Jew? Because that wouldn't be fun. 
well, in that time period. I think maybe you're going to go in as a soldier, and your option, like you go in, you and choose like, a side. Yeah, you like choose a side. And it's like a rescue mission, kind of. I just feel like there's so many time, and I, I'm maybe it makes a big deal. Maeve's there, I think. Yeah, maybe. Right, Maeve, that was yeah. the character who was in that. Spent and, the uh, entire show searching for her daughter last year. And now she's in uh, 1943. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but I feel like there's so many other like I was I off Mike we talked about like the 1920s. You go to the 1920s. Take me to Boardwalk Empire. Hey, yeah, you, you you live your you could be a mobster, you could be a bootlegger, you could just be living your life in the Roaring Twenties. Uh, Gatsby, what Gatsby? Gatsby. <laughs> what Gatsby? Yeah, put the clip in. I will. That'll be a clip. <laughs> It's but just, it just it, it's it's an odd choice that I'm sure they'll explain, but there's also so much else going on in that trailer. There is. The Man in Black apparently is still alive. Is it the robot version? I don't know, because nobody fucking knows. So Westworld's trailer did exactly what Westworld does, mm-hmm. which is make me question what I just saw. Yes, and it makes me want to watch the first two seasons again, but also don't have that time or that uh, that that. Brain, brain capacity the, yeah yeah because to I had, i'm going all that. to feel more confused yeah. i watched season one a second time and i felt like i understood it less but here's the thing i absolutely love this show oh, I, I think a I lot think, of people do but it's funny because we're so confused by it i'm just i'm absolutely fascinated by this show so the the problem for me with westworld other than that it more makes so me feel more so season one than season two either or yeah may, makes me feel confused is that when you rewatch it, it loses that like shock value because you know the thing like the big reveals, right? Like a little bit differently than like a Game of Thrones where like you, you know that this person dies, mm-hmm. but you can rewatch it because you know that they're gonna die and it doesn't like change your whole outlook on the whole thing. But you rewatch Westworld and now you realize the Man in Black is a robot and now you're like questioning everything he does and looking at all that stuff and it. It kind of, so it's like a the, the the shocking things that they do take away from the rewatchability of the show. That makes sense. I don't know I mean, if that's re-watch. a word, but I'm going to rewatchability take it. is yeah. absolutely a word. It's just this show is a pull the rug from under you kind of show, mm-hmm. and sometimes rewatching exactly. I mean, rewatching it, you're going to say which what you need to figure out when. The fuck did the Man in Black become a robot? When did they start doing? Because like, what's the guy's name? Arnold. Uh, Arnold, yeah. I mean, Arnold. Your entire first season. Oh no, Bernard. 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 Bernard, Bernard is you're... a replica yeah. of Arnold. Yes, that's what and then it is. Bernard. So the entire first season. Now you're like, if you go back and rewatch it after season two, everything Bernard does seems strange now because you know that he like it, it's. And you're just it, like nobody batted an eye that this guy looks exactly like. Like Anthony Hopkins is like best friend who helped start up this. Uh, yeah, I, I mean it's I, also because you don't know, but it's very confusing. And and what they were alluding to all season last season was that uh, the that the robots could I guess evolve on their own and and be cognizant of what's going on, and that's kind of what the Man in Black did at the end. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you need to write a thesis paper to understand this show. Exactly. I have, bro. I have degrees. It's just they haven't helped. Yeah, it's, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's very, uh, very baffling. But I'm just as excited because this but, is the I, new Game hey, of Thrones. Yeah, so it should be out in the winter. The what? The bad thing about about this is they take two years to come back. Yeah, so there for them it'll be, I think Aprilish. 
yeah. March or April. They should start They're usually off. around like February or March. But now since this is the big show. They'll probably push it back a little bit. It'll probably be the summer show. Um, when you t- I, I get confused and forget what happens after a couple months of a yeah. show. To take two years, I understand but the, the way they do it. Because it's really just Jonathan Nolan and his, and his wife who help story this show. And I'm sure other people help them write. I'm not exactly sure. Um, and I, I get the two years thing. And it's also just really high quality production. But that's just a long time. So, um, But I would it says 2020. Most likely look for it in the first half of 2020. So that's what we got to look forward to from HBO. But also... On HBO, we have The Watchmen. Watchmen, big uh, HBO slash DC announcement. We've seen some Watchmen trailers already. Yeah. Uh, this one kind of brought in a little bit more than, than we had seen prior. Uh, it looks like it takes place after the... Events of the movie? Events of the the movie or the, the actual comic, depending on what you're looking at. Yeah. But... Uh, it looks okay. It looks good. I'm, I'm going to watch it. Uh, the, the cops are wearing masks kind of to protect their identity so nothing happens to their family. So then there's this like weird differentiation between the mask vigilantes and these cops. Like, the, yeah. uh, what's her name? Um, Laurie Claire, who's uh, Silk Spectre in the movie and the comic book. So, like, the girl that wears the yellow and the black. Oh, yes. yes. She walks up to Regina King's character at the funeral. That they seem to mm-hmm. have, and she yes. says, "Like, what's the difference?" So she is a former mass vigilante, now who is, and she's FBI. She says, "So maybe that's like a joke on that." You see, Doctor Manhattan. It looks like uh, Rorschach is like a movement. Yeah, kind of what he they should be dead. So that makes sense. And like when they they have in the Doomsday Clock sequel, which I didn't finish, but I know somebody else picks up the mantle of Rorschach. Yeah, that's and that's ongoing. Two years, uh, no that's rush. Still going on. Yes, no rush. Jesus Christ, DC. Uh, Jeff Johns, no rush. He's gone. Uh, so that's I, I don't really have much to talk about with Watchmen, other than it just it's piqued my interest. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it bridges the gap. DC, HBO is going to be picking up. The DC service, the streaming service, or Warner Brother, right? Yeah, because they're, they're both owned by yeah. Warner Brothers. So, and then so I was H- talking to a uh, friend of my brother's the other day, or, or uh, that's that's a good enough explanation. <laughs> and he he he's a fan of DC streaming service. I never really got into it, but he said that you can still have the DC streaming service. Uh, that's not gonna like cancel. Yeah, it's not gonna just dissolve. Okay. But you'll also have the access to DC shows on the Warner Brothers streaming okay. service. Because they said that right now... Which I'm assuming would be more expensive. It's going to be called... So. I don't know if it's going to be Warner Brothers itself, but it, what they're launching is called HBO Max, I believe. Ooh, wow. And they're doing a revitalization, a, a, a revamp of uh, Gossip Girls, one of the shows that I've seen. In, okay. Not that I care about that show, but people do. It's a very For popular For those show. of you listening at home, the smile on his face <laughs> when he said Gossip Girls... <laughs> It was gigantic. That is a bold-faced yes. lie. Uh, he was actually standing up and dancing when he said it. I did a little jig. I yeah. won't say that. But he doesn't um, care about it. No, that's XO- fine. XOSO. But if you do, we're not alienating you either. XOSO, Gossip Girl. 
But uh, <laughs> but I think they like signed off every episode too. You, you could do that. I think, I'm pretty sure it was like a diary thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's but that like uh, Doom Patrol, which is also was announced from DC. Uh, not much to talk about really. They did it, but yeah. all of the things that they announced are related to their DC streaming service or their animated films, which are yeah, arguably uh, the CW shows as well. Well, yeah, but yeah. The, the DC panel non CW. Okay. Yeah, DC itself. Uh, they, so you want to uh, run through? Yeah, well, uh, Doom Patrol got picked up for another season. Titans is already in production. Uh, Young Justice is going to be getting a season four on the streaming service. Um, heading to, um, there's going to be a Harley Quinn show that will be more adult in terms of language and violence. Um, that will probably entice some people to the streaming service as well. They did announce two animated movies in Superman the Red Sun, which is a very, very, very popular uh, book. Have you read that? I have not read I'm Red Sun. I'm a big Sun. fan of Sue. So both of the uh, animated movies that they're going to put out are two of the better. Yes. The other uh, one is Batman Hush, which is an excellent yeah, story. Stories that you'll um, read in, I'll say the list. Is that, is that Jim Jim Lee? That wrote that, or he did the uh, art. Jim Lee definitely did the art. The art for Hush. I'm not sure if it's you Jeff were... Loeb. It's Jeff Loeb, right? Okay, it might be. Yeah. Which Jeff Loeb stuff's really good. Check that out. Uh, Long Halloween. Uh, yeah. So that, I mean, that sounds pretty cool. That's all I got to say <laughs> on, that. on that. Just, just gave up on that. The Long Halloween. Uh, Dark Victory is the other. That, that's it. That's two. Uh, it's Jeff Loeb and uh, Tim Sale. Tim Sale. Yeah, that's what it is. Not those. Jim Lee. Jim Lee did the art, I think, for. Uh, Hush. People are not a fan of. Uh, Tim Sale's art. I actually really enjoy his Those art. Those very... two stories, uh, Long Halloween. Well, Long Halloween in and of itself, I think, is that I can say the singular comic or the singular trade that got me into comic books. Uh, I read it very late. Yes. I got it from you. you. I, yeah, you, you read that after I did, but I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, and surprising. So those are with that. Uh, the Come in the Red Sun very popular these animated movies do really really well for dc and they are really well regarded people love them uh, shane loves them uh i've, ne- I've never been really into them i loved batman the animated series growing up um i yeah, never... have watched the the killing joke i thought it was okay i saw the killing joke it was um that was okay they had they made barbara and batman have a uh, sex like they made it uh instead yeah. of just the yeah, relationship it, it that strange. it is it was strange uh so it was okay uh they also announced that batman beyond will be getting a blu-ray set and if that sells well we might be getting a season five so i did like that show growing up i have not watched it in uh, years i'm gonna yeah uh i didn't watch i watched it absolutely when it started i don't know that i ever finished it yeah no but... i i didn't watch it religiously i just enjoyed it It was always a cool version of batman love to see that be made into a movie uh, that would be awesome. Uh, so moving on to what was also really surprising was nothing about James Gunn's Suicide Squad or Wonder Woman 84, which the release date got pushed back for Wonder Woman 84. It was supposed to be November. I think it was originally supposed to be November of this year, and that got pushed back. I could be wrong, uh, but still really surprising to see nothing from from DC in that area. Uh, but they did... Bring a little bit to the table with the CW shows that people do love. Yeah. Uh, we I, enjoy myself, them. Myself, not so much anymore. I yeah, I fell off. I've really fallen off. Uh, the one that's surprisingly to me the best one is Arrow, which was not good for a couple seasons. And right now it's the best one. But, I mean, maybe that's the, that's the bit. 
uh, the, the middle seasons are rough. That's kind of where they lose their themselves. That's true. I did. The only one that I watch um, consistently is The Flash, and yeah. I stopped watching this season. It was bad this season. Just wasn't wasn't um, really into it. Nothing in, and and The Legends of Tomorrow, first season was good. Since then, garbage. Yeah, I, mean, I only watched it just because of the crossovers, and I just was not a big fan of Supergirl. This I stopped watching this season. I liked the first two. This season to me was just boring they made it very political i don't want that yeah. from my comic book shows i don't want that from my tv at all to be completely honest with you um so your big dc show and like the big things that we get i mean obviously they're all coming back you got yeah. brandon ralph who is superman returns is superman he's going to play superman when they do uh, crisis on infinity earth's crossover which is huge. which is a big crossover that they teased last season on i think all the shows at some point or another yes. or they teased it after at the end of the crossover uh yeah year. at the end of the crossover they they dropped that tease yeah. and i think that plays into why steven amell was up at the end of his contract uh at the end of the season and he wanted to be done but they reworked it to come back for 10 episodes and i think he might do what the flash did in that comic book which we won't spoil for people who have not read that comic um yet but I think that might be what okay, the Okay, that makes goes. sense to me. So if you've read it, you kind of know what happens to Barry Allen in uh, Crisis on Infinity Earths. If you haven't, then uh, stay tuned and see if RP's wrong. Yeah. So uh, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell will be playing multiple versions of Oliver Queen in the crossover series, which is pretty They've cool. kind of done this in the past. Not necessarily multiple versions of Oliver Queen, but like there was an episode where Stephen Amell was playing Barry Allen. And Barry oh, Allen. Oh, that was cool. Earth, that was the crossover it, last that year. That was a crossover. So, like, they've done similar things, and it's always, in my opinion, I've enjoyed it. It's yeah. just something different, it and it kind of is interesting to to see these guys kind of step out of the characters that mm -hmm. they've they've built and they've carried for so long. Look, if you're looking for groundbreaking television, the CW ain't it. Yeah, it's not on the CW. It's, but if you're looking for entertainment, you can generally find it there. We have found, and I've, RP and I have had this conversation on multiple occasions, that uh, as soon as the ep the seasons start to become twenty three episodes, it loses its like it's which, it's, it's 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 the same shit every week, bit. and they have to stretch these stories out. Which this year they actually it's not a huge thing, but they dropped it down to twenty two episodes. Oh, okay. Which that whole one episode though can help hey, a little it'll, bit. It'll get rid of one of those bombing one of those episodes. Fillers. Yep. Uh, Riverdale, not a Comic Con thing, but the first season good. 12 episodes, that's 12. why. 12, second season, dragged. Mm -hmm. Third season, uh, didn't finish. Yep. It's Heard just... good things about All-American on the CW from everyone that I talked to. And the CW, I think, it does a really good job of having a first season. Like, first season of Flash and Arrow were longer, they were, but they were good, really good. Black Lightning, I loved the first season, but that first season was 13 episodes, and I got so bored after 10. Really? And it's just like you, these shows are not built for 20 nah, episodes. Yeah, there's no reason to have them go that long. They make but, it work. But the CW target demographic is not us or probably any of our listeners. It is it's the like younger 14 to 20. And me and my dad watch it. We yeah. everybody. It's good TV. So it's, as long it, as they're pulling in those target demographics, yeah. these will keep coming. And such is life. Part of the and reason. And they'll make new shows. That's true. Like Which, Batwoman. Which I am actually interested in, uh, due to the fact that I know we are getting one a shorter season, for the first season. Which so you'll probably get a good one. We'll probably get a good one, and we are going to see a shit ton of Batman villains, okay. which we kind of saw on so it's Arrow. Doing <laughs> what 
Arrow did, and Superman. Uh, Superman. But what we thought Gotham would do. Yes. And then I think I I don't think Gotham ever kind of lived up to. I'm gonna play you a clip from Gotham. <laughs> there you go. Gotham never really lived up to uh, expectations. Not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, they blew up Theo Gallivant with a bazooka in season two, and that's when I tapped out. Said okay. You blew up your. But uh, Batwoman is cool. Ruby Rose is playing uh, Cassandra Kane. Is, is that the one they're going with? I believe so, yes. Uh, that is your your iconic Batwoman. Batwoman. So I believe that is. Her suit's awesome. Um, she it'll be really cool. have long red hair. D- no. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's not part of the suit. It's appeal. Uh, but sometimes you got to make changes to the appeal. The show looks good. I mean, changes to the costume to appeal. To... I think she does in the... I was just joking because Cassandra Kane oh, 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 never oh, has oh, long red oh, hair oh, okay, in the costume. Okay. Nah, it's always part of the... Um, but yeah, so it, it, that show I'm sure will be good. They the the 15 minutes they spent there in the crossover I enjoyed in Gotham with her. It's a it's a world where Bruce is no longer kind of around. She's kind of like living or operating out of like the the empty Wayne the Tower empty, exactly. So it's it if you're looking to see Bruce or Robin, if you're a Batman fan, maybe you can get into this. Yes. Uh, if you are, if you like superheroes in the little, the least bit, you most likely like Batman. This is probably a good show for you to check out. But don't go in there expecting a uh, Dark Knight. Yes, because you're not going to get a it. CW show. Uh, and your last CW big uh, breaking news is is this is kind of sad that this is considered breaking, breaking news. Bra- this is breaking. Breaking coming to you yeah. live first time here on previously recorded. Uh, Supergirl has a costume change. She yeah. has dropped the skirt, and it kind of looks like the Man of Steel Superman It looks outfit. exactly like the Man of Steel Superman yeah. outfit. I understand why they're doing it. They gave her bangs. I get it. Uh, they changed her look a little bit, probably because she changed her look, and they had to operate around that. Yeah. I'm cool with I'm it. I'm a big it, fan of the skirt, though. I think that I don't even watch Supergirl. I just find her extremely attractive. That is, actress I find extremely attractive. She's beautiful. She really is. That's so all. that's kind of it with DC. And now we are moving into the next section of our podcast, which is a reversal of something that we've Let's, kind of we adapted. We can still call it the crumb bum of the week, just so that you can put your soundbite in. I want to fight you. Why is that? Because you're a crumb creep, lush coward. You don't even know me, Mayor. You are a lush. I can tell by looking at you. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. This is like the anti-crumb bum. Because if you listen to the previous episode... Uh, RP talked a little bit about the crumbum of the week who was the guy who had seen Toy Story 4 and uh, the baby was crying the whole time and he kind of blamed everybody else on the fact that he was uh, being a uh, piece of shit inconsiderate uh, <laughs> inconsiderate to his child's needs yes I'll say yes. not piece of shit but yes uh, yeah sorry yeah uh, they're synonyms it slipped uh, the tongue thesaurus uh, so they're synonyms so he had a bad experience at Toy Story 4 uh, over the weekend, I went to see The Lion King, the motion capture version. What is, what's the good, the right term for this? Virtual reality. Virtual reality t- version. Because yeah. it's not a live action. And uh, even though that's just the easy thing to say, I get a, a lot of shit every time I do it. So I'm going to stop doing that. People know what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, everybody knows what I'm talking about. So I went to see The Lion King. I walk into the theater. And I see a woman uh, with an infant. Like, this is a very, very little baby. And in my head, I go, oh, no. Oh, shit. Because this is going to get ugly. Yeah. And this woman, she sat in a seat that where she could kind of take care of it, where it wasn't distracting anybody else. 
I noticed it just because I was kind of like impressed with she handled it. The the baby was in the entire movie and trailers. I don't. I did not hear the baby once. I feel like if the baby was getting because there was a, a couple times where she'd walk over kind of to the side out of everybody's way and you could see her like calming the baby a little bit. And uh, so the, she is the anti crumbum of the week because she did what that guy could not do which is go and enjoy a movie with a child a very a, a baby and know how to and handle not it. disturb everybody else in the love theater. it you'll love it i love you to guys, see it love, to, love see to see it, it. Love, love to see it. it so now that we got that clip in i think it's time for us now to talk about what everybody has been buzzing about all over the interwebs and what I've been super excited to talk about. People are posting on their face page about this. The face page, man. It's all about the face page. Uh, in Hall H, it went down. A huge reveal. Marvel. They, and so it was a big deal. But just to kind of like uh, pull everybody back, we had nothing from Marvel. Yes. So any information was going to be a big deal. Yeah. Following up Endgame. They happened Spider-Man. to give us a lot. Yeah. But. They literally, we they, there was a blank slate for Marvel to paint on, which I credit to them because they did that. Like they set it up that way so that they could have this huge reveal. But it's also like it's people are like, oh, they did this, they did all this stuff, and I was like, well, you didn't know anything. Yep. So everything that they tell you is going to be shocking and surprising because you yep. didn't. You knew a couple of the shows that are going to be on Disney Plus, but other than that, you had very little information. But here's the thing: doesn't matter. That's what they've built up. Oh That's yeah, they know. They love, get it. You know? They know how to do it. And they have a built-in, they just, people, and it's, it, besides Star Wars, possibly the biggest fan base for anything. They've built that in a very much shorter time, time. period, yeah, too. Ten, ten beautiful years. So, Foggy stated that they have 11 projects in the works for the next two years. But surprisingly, only 10 were actually announced. And I'm assuming that they left that one for D23. I don't know what that is. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But also, Feige dropped this bomb on everyone that uh, if you are paying attention to it, you kind of knew it was coming, especially this weekend. But it's official. Avengers Endgame is the biggest movie of all time. Bringing in an official total of $2.790 billion, $2.79 700 I don't know. 2.79 billion dollars. I don't understand why he's throwing zeros around. <laughs> it's, it's he's just... too happy. This is the happiest I've seen <laughs> RP since uh, they he found out Gossip Girl was coming back. <laughs> uh, yeah, but $2,790 billion, whatever the fuck it is. It's a lot of fucking money. It's, it's That's a lot of is. fucking money. It's the biggest opening. It's the biggest movie of all time. It's the biggest opening. Take that, you crumb bum, yeah, James, James Cameron, James and your Cameron. 15 Avatar sequels in the works. The movie hasn't been out Ten freaking years. Gotcha. We crumb bummed you once, and then you lost your title. He did. That's what happened. That's right. It's coming for you. Power previously recorded. Got him. So, so Endgame, biggest movie of all time. What else we got? So, he announced all of the Phase 4 slate. And they start off, the one with a pretty big um, cast, not not so much as an announcement because we knew it was coming, but it was the Eternals. And they brought out the entire cast uh, with some of the big stars like Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek. So hot. Kumail Nanjiani, who is bulking up. He's got that new movie with uh, Batista. And they could actually be in another movie together in the Marvel Universe, which would be freaking cool. That's true. So they are playing 35,000-year-old aliens. And they released some concept art 
today for it. And I'm very, very intrigued by this because they look like kind of celestial robots in a way. We talked about the Eternals on the MCU episode. Um, Yeah, so if you missed that, go back, check it out. We talk about it for a little bit. And that you can look for that in theaters November 6th, 2020. So we are... About a year and a half away from this movie that we nobody really knows anything about. I mean, if, I'm sure there's people out there that read the Eternals and yeah. have read the Eternals, but I think it's yeah. So as far as this show goes, we're very in the dark about what they're about, and I think they said we it's know the be, basics, but that's about it. It's going to be heavily influenced by Jack Kirby. That they said this movie. Okay, so which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so then they started off next. Uh, they went to the next section. They threw up a a slate of a timeline and the next one to pop up was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we know is coming to the Disney plus streaming service. We knew this was coming. We knew this was a TV show that was going to be out there. Uh, Having them announce it in this fashion makes me think that the, uh, I mean, we already knew this a little bit, but the shows that are going to be on the Disney plus service are going to be more uh, important in the the main the grand scheme of the MCU yes. whereas like your Daredevil Luke Cage Did not. Jessica Jones they kind of lived in their own world that was impacted by the MCU but they never kind of they never broke the barrier onto the other side yes they came out and said that these shows are considered phase 4 they will play heavily into the Marvel universe going forward which is exciting but also a little scary because, because what if they n- fuck it up and not that not just that they fuck it up i don't want to go to a movie Having not seen the last episode of WandaVision. That's true. Which is coming soon yeah. uh, in our list. Uh, so and I don't understand what's going on because it was so... Like, what happened on the show was that yeah. weighed that much. If I don't like one of these shows... I never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, it wasn't for me. But if they were to say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now impacts yeah. Phase 3 or Phase 2 or whatever, I would have been confused. Yeah. So, so I don't like the idea... That that's necessarily true. there because there's not a guarantee that I'm going to like every one of these shows. Yeah, and there's a good chance where maybe one one decent storyline, like one uh, snippet will play into another, but not necessarily. Uh, but if they didn't give you a lot of information as to how important they'll be. Yes, they haven't yet, so that's to be determined. So, yeah, so we'll see if that's even an issue or not. The and big reveal. The big reveal, though, was that uh, not that Falcon will be wearing Captain America's suit, which is pretty cool. But that done in the comics though, so yes. they're, they're they're following. Suit. I would love to see him have the wings too, with it. So I'll be he curious should. to see what yeah. happened. He should and the and the shield and all. So the big the big uh, reveal from this was that, bum bum bum, we are getting Baron Zemo back. But Let's this not time say the back because the first one we're was getting bad. the real so getting Zemo. Zemo for the first time. Daniel Bruhl will reprise his role as Baron Zemo this time, wearing the hood, wearing the hood, the pink hood. Um, so that's Purple. pretty exciting. It's going to be Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie. What, what did I say? Pink. Pink. It's in it's between. Like Magenta. It's maybe. Barney. It's Barney. It's a Barney color. It's a Barney that's color. Fine. Uh, so yeah, that's, you can look for that fall 2020 on Disney plus. And so <clears throat> if anybody doesn't know about Disney plus, Disney plus is coming out in November. If it's you don't know about streaming it. service. Yeah. But so this is my big thing here. It starts in November, which means that you're going to have about a year of the Disney Plus service before, before you Marvel. get the Marvel addition yes. onto there. I mean, you'll get the movies. Uh, I don't know the timeline with the Star Wars shows. I think Mandalorian is on release. Okay, so there'll be some Star Wars shows, but 
So there's a, a little bit of a wait there if you're if you're really just getting Disney Plus for the Marvel aspect of to it. To be honest, uh, a little disappointing to hear because I thought that Disney Plus would have some Marvel stuff at launch, but it makes sense. Endgame just came out. You can't really rush it. You want to make sure it's right. I also there's no there's no detail revealed about these shows in terms of their length. So these could be eight episodes. They could be ten. They could be five. Did they really reveal? Because I'm not sure about this part. Um, I don't know if I missed it or I just wasn't paying it or if they didn't say. Will they be released Netflix style all at once, or will it be more of a Hulu like once a week type hmm. thing? They did not say. Okay. But a good factor of that could be that. Disney did buy Hulu. They are now own Hulu. Sixty percent of Hulu yes, now. Yes, I know that. So they, so they could be going it. that route, which I would like. I know a lot it of people keeps wouldn't. me from binging. Like even Stranger Things, which I spaced out, I was done in a week. Yeah, and here's the thing: Shane is the king of binge watching. Binge watching. Shane is not on this show because he's watching. Uh, all, every season of Game of Thrones. Of Game of Thrones uh, and. He's basically just watching any television show that came out this year. Yeah, but then he currently he always used to say like I tell him to watch like to get caught up on Arrow and he'd be like ah oh, I'll do that when we were in college. He was like I'll do that on break. And then he'd be watching Game of Thrones for the eighth time <laughs> when he had time. But uh, I would prefer week by week. But I don't know. I really don't know. And Castle Rock on Hulu is week by week, and I I, I fell off. If, I was so, so hype about that. If show. you get into something, you keep up with it. Yeah, especially on a streaming service. More so, like if I have to, I'm not. I'm of, of of the poor variety, so I don't have DVR. Like yeah, like like ninety nine point nine percent of the population. So if so, if I miss it and it's not on demand, it's dead wait. to me. Yeah. I, it doesn't. Yeah. It never happened. It's true. So the streaming services, I kind of keep up with a little bit better. I I would I probably I I have a good feeling that it's probably going to be all at once. I can see it. I mean, we'll, I I'm sure we'll get that. Maybe we'll get that information at D twenty three. Yes, yeah, maybe no. It's, it's coming up next, it's, next month. Because we yes. are August. August, yes. Okay. Because uh, we are February. I mean, November is the launch of Disney Plus, so, so they have it in good. mind. Uh, so that's just really cool. All right, next movie for Disney. The next, released. the next movie we have is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, starring Simu Lee. I probably butchered his name. Probably, yeah, probably butchered most of that. Fun but. fact about uh, Shang Chi was the, and this actor, he <sighs> tweeted out. Hey Marvel, let's talk Shang Chi. A couple months ago, and he retweeted it yesterday when they confirmed right. that he was cast. So I don't know if you'd like to jump forward to there's a big Mahershala Ali announcement. Yes, uh, which can we get jump forward? It's topic. So yeah, Mahershala Ali is going to play Blade. Yes, which was huge. Um, and there Kat- was so there was a lot of talk of this um, behind the scenes that they were going to bring back um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes to play Blade. And uh, so they they surprised everyone. Kevin Feige openly said Mahershala Ali called us and said, "I want to play Blade." Mm-hmm. And he said, "And when Mahershala Ali does that, you allow him to play Blade yes. because he knew he knows Mahershala Ali was in Luke Cage. If you didn't watch, he's very he's he's excellent. He's, the, he's in great. everything really. Yeah, but he was a true detective. Was also very good. I don't know if you watched that or not. Not this season. No. That. He was awesome in that. He's a great actor, but he knows this. Like, he knows his Marvel comics, and he understands the characters well. And so I think that him reaching out and saying, I want to do this, even if they weren't planning on doing Blade, They're doing Kevin it Feige was probably like, fuck, we got to do Blade. He cause... said as soon as as soon as soon he won his Academy Award, he picked up. And I yeah, guess he said. Yeah, right after Green Book. I, th- I think maybe it was, I don't know, from his standpoint, maybe it's like, 
okay, I've won my award. Now I can go do stuff for me, maybe? I don't know. I, I think that I it was kind of just like... I don't know how that works. I think a lot of the actors do like the indie products. Yeah. Or, or the projects. So, like, The Green Book wasn't a huge movie. It was Not, no. not that... It wasn't a good movie. I mean, like, it wasn't, like, a widely released movie. Yeah. So, he does a movie like that where he's probably not making that much money. Yeah. So, he can go in do... In the grand scheme of things. He's making more than I probably make <laughs> and... in five years. Yes. But... Definitely more than I make in five years. Yeah. But he does that movie. He kind of does this whole... Like, it's like Entourage. I do this movie. It's like a personal project. It for means one, a lot to me. Do one for me. Because I want to do it. And now I'm going to do a, a movie where I can make a lot of money. Yeah. And if I'm going to do a movie that can make a lot of money, I should probably do that movie on something I care about. Yes. And he Blade. clearly is into Blade. Which... And he's going for it. Is not part of Phase 4, but it shocked everyone that Blade is going to be... This... Uh, we'll, we'll get to it towards the end, but... Uh, Blade was a big, a big game-changing announcement. Yes. Let's leave huge. it at that. Whereas uh, Shang-Chi, we knew a little bit about. We just don't really we know We knew it was coming. We've known it for a little bit. Uh... The cool part of it is they're talking about the Legend of the Ten Rings, and we are going to get the real Mandarin that we got gypped in in Iron Man three. Yes, because I was all in. I was like, Ben Kingsley. So for those is... who don't know, Shang Chi is uh, Based... just an insanely good martial artist. Yeah, not I'm... necessarily like Iron Fist, like where he has that power, but he's just a very uh, like a for for lack of a uh, no. You know what the the Green Hornet? Who's the sidekick? Kato. He's like Kato on steroids. Like he's sure. he's just insanely good martial artist, and that's his that that's his specialty. And I'm sure they'll he'll have some connection to some form of power. Maybe we'll yeah. see. We'll see. He's gonna. He'll have something. But, uh, but you that's can. His big I guess we'll have to find out on February twelfth, twenty twenty one. So that leads into our next our next announcement at the Marvel panel, which was Wandavision. Um, I've. It's going to be a show, I believe, but I also I read online. I don't know how true this is that it's a, actually a movie. Wandavision. Uh, yeah, that'll be a movie. I don't know. I am not. I have no idea. I my guess is it's on Disney Plus, so it'll be a show. Um, but it's, they said it's going to be a trippy homage, based off like the fifties around the fifties. Alright, so I didn't watch the uh, the actual release of these things. Is it pronounced WandaVision? Or Wanda is Vision. it like Wanda's Vision? That's like, because they're both on it. Yep, WandaVision. Okay, just making sure. Like, I'm watching this show through WandaVision. So, Paul, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, so this is very similar to the, actually, it seems like it is very similar to the Vision comic. Mm-hmm. That, yes. Uh, where, where they just wrote. Scarlet Witch. I think Tom King was writing the and Vision comic. Vision has a family. Yeah, the whole family. He was like, kind of trying to live a life. Yeah. Well, it was a couple years ago. That came out. I don't know if it was Tom King. No, so, like um, check that. Guy who plays, uh, who Vision? plays, who plays Vision? Bettany. Paul Bettany said, I got this call about this and I was just as confused as probably all of you are because as far as I knew, I was dead <laughs> as the, the events of Infinity War. So, it we don't Tom know. King. Sorry. We, that's good callback. Tom King's a good Batman run for comics. Uh, but it's also going to feature an adult Monica Rambo. uh, I'm pretty sure that's how you say the last name, mm-hmm. which is the child in Captain America, Captain the Marvel, little the little girl in Captain yeah. Marvel, who is the daughter of Carol's best friend, which is pretty cool. I'm going to see how this freaking plays out. Is there a different timeline? What's yeah, going on? I mean, we have no idea with, with a lot of these things. It's kind of just a, what's going like, what? Yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't know. On. So like knowing that she's in it confuses it a little bit for me. Um, I guess if I had to guess, it would be 
it, I mean, all of it could just be in, in a head because, I mean, we know what Wanda is capable of comic book wise. She's created children for herself, herself. She's created worlds. So all this just could be a life that she decides to create right. after losing Vision where she has him back and she's happy and, and, and those things happen. Or it could be God knows what. But Who knows? Uh, we know that it's going to be tied in with Doctor Strange. Yes. Too. So you can look for this in spring 2021 on Disney+. Plus. But what makes me think it could be another universe possibly is that it's tied into Doctor Strange 2. So, which, will be, which is titled Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Which we're getting the multiverse, people. I, I don't. They they've been talking about it since Infinite and since Endgame that the multiverse was hinted at in the original Doctor Strange, and Feige said Quentin Beck may have been a lie, but that doesn't mean that what he has a lie about isn't true. The title, the Multiverse of Madness, makes me think that it's more uh, astral. As which is one of the physical. which is one of the questions that I kind of had is that um, so I'm curious what they mean by multiverse is it different Earth and timelines exactly. or were they ver- venture into different timelines like the different timelines in Endgame or will it just be like more like the dark dimension where yeah. Strange fought uh, Dormammu and that's what I'm very curious about because they said this is going to be the first horror like movie in the MCU still rated PG-13. Um, and that it's going to finish. It's going to feature Scarlet Witch. I don't think she's going to be a prominent player. So, big thing for me. She's going to be in it. Don't like scary movies. Yes. So if you don't like Unless scary movies, like it. That's it. Wear your diapers, people, because we're getting it. And not. Scott Dickerson, I think we're going to get a trippy horror, not like gory, not yeah, jump not, out. Like more of like a psychological horror. Thing. And I think they're going to fuck with Doctor Strange real bad. I'm all right with that. And uh, that's why I think. It's going to be awesome. So, yeah, um, so we know we got we got Dor- or we got Scarlet Witch here. Not sure how big of a role, but we got her in there somewhere. So that adds into the element of the whole uh, like mind fuck. Yes, yeah. that's her specialty. True. Honestly, their involvement and that's tied to WandaVision has so many questions because that means Vision's still alive in some this place. That's what I'm saying. So maybe so this Thanos, is the world that she creates. Yeah. And maybe she, she, he's going into this world. She's going into this world. We're not really sure uh, as to what's going on. They definitely set up Baron Mordo uh, to at return the at the end of the original Doctor Strange. So is he in this movie? Is he not in this movie? Are they saving him for later? Is this a way that we can get to uh, the, yeah. the things that they've now inherited from Fox? Yeah. So, like, is this, is this a, kind of a connection, a way for them to open these things up? We don't really know what what's happening here. Yeah, uh, we have no idea. I will just say that this is the one that I am most excited for. You're a big Doctor Strange fan. I do. I, re- I rewatched about 45 minutes of Doctor Strange the other day. And I just, as much as I like it, I got to be in the mood for Doctor yeah. Strange. It's one of those movies. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite movie, and I still have to be in the mood to watch it. I, can't some of them, like, I mean, um, most some Marvel movies, but I, I, like Captain America, I'm always in the mood for like that trilogy. One it doesn't that, matter if it's on, I'll watch it. The Avengers, I'll watch. Like any of the Avengers movies, I'll watch. The Dark Knight, always. I'll watch if it's on. One that I'll always watch if it's on is uh, Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't think that I've seen Just, that I'll, I'll pop in that, that in situation. Yeah, I don't pop things in. If it's on TV, I'll check it yeah. out. I'm like flipping around. So um, that's it. I've never had, I haven't had that situation with Homecoming. Just a yet. lot of people do have that. Um, shout out to Brian. 
um, he just watched Doctor Strange and he didn't like it. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why I'm giving you a shout out, you, you crumb bum. Yeah. I love I mean, Doctor nah, Strange. You know what? I can see why people wouldn't like it, yeah. though. It's different, um, and that's definitely one thing that they are going for with this new phase, and I think it's fucking awesome. Because I, they're getting they're getting weird, and there is a huge section of the Marvel comics that is just weird. weird. They went through a weird phase, and I think it's awesome to try some new stuff, keep it fresh, keep it light. I think the Stephen Strange in the first movie, it's a Jessica Jones situation. Yeah, where he comes off as such a dick, where he could lose you before you yeah. get to the redeeming qualities. But you love him, and, and that's why Infinity War is great because he's yeah. one of the best characters. He, he, in he Infinity comes War. back, and you you like him, but. Yeah, there's some crazy magic shit that we could get into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which, I, which one of the other things is, will he get a new Eye of Agamotto? It's a central doesn't point of him. He doesn't need it, but, but it can it's suck a in big part of him, like the demons and do other crazy shit and magic. I don't know. We'll see. But that is definitely what so I. Again, if you're looking for, for uh, comics to read because you didn't read, you've never read. Uh, Jason Aaron did a run on on Doctor Strange. It was very good. Which is very, it's this exactly what RP is talking about. It did very a, weird, very weird, but very good. But and like you kind of want to keep reading. Huge and, dip off once he left. I stopped reading. Yes, and, and, got then, and then it kind of goes off the, off the rails a little bit. So you can look for that May seventh, twenty twenty one, which leads us to our next one, uh, which I'm really excited about because who who the fuck's not excited for this? It's a Loki series, uh, and it's going to pick up from the events of. Uh, end game when Loki picked up the Tesseract in New York and I think this is going to be a lot of fun because Loki's still going to be an asshole. Uh, we got Tom Hiddleston returning. We're going to see what he's up to. Is he in a different timeline? Yeah, there's a lot of questions here. All you know is you have Tom Hiddleston as Loki. And you're going to love it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a series coming spring 2021 on Disney Plus and I think Endgame has left a lot of room to play for them. And if I had to guess, I know WandaVision is playing into Doctor Strange with the Tesseract, with Loki, uh, even though he's dead, as far as, like, the end, like, where we're at timeline-wise in uh, the the Marvel, uh, the MCU, I feel like this is the one that will have some repercussions. I mean, they all will. Mm-hmm. Captain, uh, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, obviously, is going to have some repercussions. WandaVision is going to have some repercussions. The Loki thing, uh, if they choose to, could be huge. Or it could just be a, a bunch of Easter eggs. Yeah. And not play yeah. a big role, but every episode there's stuff where like, oh shit, that's uh, that's where he is. That's happening there. And, yeah. And you have you have that to play with. But I really think that uh, because it's the Tesseract and because it has kind of the power that it does, this this one could be a little more important than, than we're... we're Giving it credit for, and I up think front. this might be one of the ones that people are most excited for because people love Loki. Um, Everybody loves Loki. So, and it's funny because he's a dick, but it's awesome. He's a good character. So their next announcement was probably the first thing Marvel's ever done that is one kind of just for fun. It's their What If series, based off a comic series called a comic run, and it's going to be animated, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you're into the animated series stuff, this will be one that I definitely watch. And it's an animated series about alternate realities. And they're going to have the original stars coming back. So for one of the episodes, um, I believe they talked about, um, like, a scenario would be, what if Peggy Carter took the Super Soldier Serum and Steve was her sidekick? So they're going to have Haley Atwell come back and um, Chris Evans are going to come back to reprise their roles in the voice, uh, doing the uh, voice acting for it, which is pretty 
cool. I, I think that this is one of those things where there's so much for them to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is definitely more probably geared towards the kids yeah. for Disney Plus, but uh, I think we're all going to love it. Yeah, it's but really it's cool. just something. It, this is probably it's summer 2021. This comes out. Mm-hmm. Just by that listing alone, it's kind of one of the, like I feel like in the summer, it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, it's something to watch. Fuck it, let's check this out. Uh, Jeffrey, there's nothing really on. In, there's yeah, nothing new. Nothing's on, on in the summer, the summer except for so. Netflix shows that they might release. Eh, usually, they put some some things out, but like there's not new broadcast television things out. So it's kind of one of those things. We're not trying to. They're not trying to compete. Let's see how this does. Let's see if people like it. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Wright was announced as the Watcher, which he plays into all this different timelines stuff uh so that's gonna be cool um one of the scenarios that i would like to see play out is what if iron man died on titan i feel like everybody dies in that situation um yeah. is jeffrey wright listed for any other marvel no that's just this it's so just he's this. Just, it's just gonna be his voice mm-hmm. jeffrey wright is bernard on for, westworld yeah. for anybody who doesn't know who we're talking about and yeah, that's why I think he would he he came out on stage because I think he was he was there out the there. West I saw World. that. I just feel like uh, for whatever reason, I thought he was going to be in a, a movie somewhere. So another really cool thing that they announced, and another listed actors for this series are Michael B. Jordan, Karen Gillan, and Josh Brolin as Thanos. So he's coming back, boys. All right. So now here comes these are my big three. And so I'll, I want to make sure that we, uh, as far as the announcements go, I know people are ecstatic about blade mm-hmm. which i am as well um my my big three the first is the hawkeye series which is i, I believe it's a series correct it is a series that's coming to disney plus uh clint is back he's training kate bishop so if you read the hawkeye comics she's kind of like his predecessor big character uh awesome character a uh, young woman very strong independent young woman uh, they butt heads a lot. It's a good dynamic there. Uh, very much interested to see how they do this. I think Kate Bishop could become a big character, a big player in the MCU uh, as a whole. I fully believe this is passing the torch. Yes. So in they, an easy way. They're, they're building these new characters. So the Hawkeye, I'm, I'm super excited for. There's a good Hawkeye series um, came out a few years ago that was it, was, it was cool. It was in like a... Some of it was your normal comic, and then he would flash back, and it was in, like, a watercolor. Cool. So, but yes, that was yes. where I was. I, I mean, she had already existed, but that was where I really got exposed to Kate Bishop because she was a big part of that series. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see how they do Kate Bishop. There's a lot of teasers and spoilers and things like that when Endgame came out that when his daughter was shooting the arrow, they thought it was Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Kate Bishop. She didn't happen, they, but now she's happening. Yeah, they cast it. They cast it in the actress from... Uh, Thirteen Reasons Why the 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 lady the girl I, f- I forget her name I I've never watched it but I I had no so I if you're a fan of that show that's who they cast it and that's a lot of people speculate it so I'm assuming she's gonna re- and she wasn't in Endgame at all so I'm assuming so she's this gonna, is her role I'm assuming this saying. is what it's gonna be well, and see. I think it'll probably maybe lead into a Young Avengers film I don't so know Amy Hardy's no nah, she's older I don't know who these people are on Thirteen Reasons Why. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll find out when we get there. TBD, to be determined. So you can look for that fall 2021 on Disney+. Plus. Now to possibly the biggest... I mean, Blade was probably the biggest announcement at the this panel. This was big. This um, was pretty of, fucking huge. 
actually, I'd say Black Widow was a bigger announcement because they they released cast, they released a lot of information about it. You have my man's in there. Yep. So uh, we'll come back to that. If anybody listens, they all know who I want in every movie <laughs> recently. But so um, we are getting Thor, Love and Thunder, and this will follow the mighty Thor storyline by Jason Aaron, where Jane Foster becomes Thor. In the comics, she's battling cancer, and anytime she wields the hammer, she becomes Thor, which in turn prevents the cancer from spreading. She was able to become Thor because Thor is not worthy. Which happens in the original Sin series. Uh, Nick Fury, who is like given the power of the Watcher, basically says, Hey, you're not worthy. Or he whispers something in Thor's ear, and nobody knows really what he whispers. And after that, Thor is not worthy because he's kind of like second-guessing himself. So I doubt they were going to follow this to the T because this is what they did in Endgame, which proved that Thor is worthy. Um, so it will be interesting to see how this plays out and the twists and turns that they that Marvel makes. And it's exciting that Taka Waititi is coming back to direct and write. We all loved Ragnarok. Freaking hilarious. Uh, but also who's coming back? Natalie Portman is Jane Foster. Yeah, so here's the, here's the big thing with the Jason Aaron run. This is when I got into Thor. And uh, as like, RP knows, I'm a big Thor fan. Uh, I still read it. Something I've him and Bob it, have in common. I think uh for the entirety of me reading comics i think this might be the first comic i ever bought was thor as a woman you didn't know who it was at first yep i was just very intrigued and so he he mentioned that she's battling cancer and that that when she becomes thor so it's it's obviously it's jane foster when she becomes thor then she doesn't have the cancer goes away but she can't stay as thor without being without leaving Jane Foster entirely, and every time she returns to Jane Foster, the cancer comes back stronger. Hmm. So in the comics, it's this big thing where, like, if she becomes Thor one more time, uh, she could she could die when she comes back because the cancer's... She's not... Every time she becomes Thor, then it kind of kicks the chemo out of her system, and it's not fighting the cancer anymore, and when she comes back, it... So if that's the role that they... The way that they go with this, I'm very intrigued to see how they're going to kind of play this cancer thing. Yeah. Uh, Jane Foster's going to have to get the cancer somehow, but yeah. I'm sure that that's an easy explain. Yeah. So she that's just an gets easy it. explanation. Um, I don't think it's going to happen that way. I doubt I'm, it. I'm very curious to just how they're going to bring her back into the fold, how they're going to explain Mjolnir because Cap takes it back with them at yes. the end of end game. Is this another it could reality? Be, it could be the other, uh, like Stormbreaker or something else. It, could, it, it could doesn't be, have to yeah. be like Mjolnir. It just I'm just saying Mjolnir because that's what they on that, the stage they handed. Yeah, that is they what it, that's her. what they gave her. Um, and there's a lot. They have a lot of options for this. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna uh, be funny. It's gonna be a very. I mean, I know Captain Marvel was your big like female superhero. The most badass female superhero that I've read probably is Jane Foster as Thor. As Thor. Big fan of her. She just she does whatever she wants. That credits to Jason Aaron. He's the man. I'm a big Jason Aaron fan. We've mentioned Which, him a couple of times today already. So is Taika. Taika read uh, that run that Bob Roberto was talking about. Um, Dear Bob's. He's gone. gone. Uh, while filming, not forgotten. Not forgotten. While filming Ragnarok. So this is going to be really fun and really cool to see play out. And they had this towards the end. So they said this is going to be released 
November 5th, 2021. So you got a couple people in this. But, uh, yes, Hemsworth will be returning as Thor. Which... So you got Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. You mm-hmm. got Hemsworth as Thor. You got Taika Waititi. Waititi is, is directing again, so now Korg is back. You have Tessa Thompson. Yes. Big, big Comic-Con for Tessa Thompson. Big, big Comic-Con show. She's got the Westworld trailer. She's got the... The Hall H panel. She was there, wasn't she? Yeah, she yeah, was there. So. so she she came on stage and grabbed the mic and said yeah, that, big announcement. Uh, you know, Valkyrie is looking for her queen. And this is the first official major LGBTQ character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's mm-hmm. a really big step for people who watch these movies of all different backgrounds and lifestyles. And so this is another character Marvel that's very relatable. Continuing to kind of set the trend with hey representing who we, watches yeah, these we, movies we want to give a voice there we want to give it a, an outlet or a, a, a someone for everybody to be able to follow exactly right and so they've you, done it with black, black panther captain marvel now uh, the eternals is a huge diverse cast uh sam wilson sam right wilson so becoming Anthony captain america being cap is a big thing nick um, fury from the beginning being african american you're gonna have shang chi so it's kind of just like, hey, it's not all uh, white jacked white guys yeah. that are superheroes. Yeah. So it's 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 really cool to see this um, thing that I love and that everybody loves start to reflect the world that we live in, and uh, it's really cool. It's really fucking cool. And then the next thing we have, literally the next Marvel thing we have coming up, <laughs> the most, the first film f- of Phase Four, upcoming thing that we can look forward to is uh, just a, a brief nine months away. It just yes. if you get your wife pregnant tonight, maybe she'll <laughs> give birth when Black Widow no, comes, out. comes out. This is the movie they saved for last. They, br- they brought the entire cast out, and um, they showed us really cool stuff. They showed the first glimpse of Taskmaster, who is confirmed villain for the movie, which hasn't been seen yet. And this is really, really cool. Um, people who don't know Taskmaster, he is Taskmaster. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm, I'm I know. To say. RP can never say his name for Task some reason. Taskmaster. Uh, very cool villain. He just had a really cool run in Spider-Man. Um, he's just basically a huge. Um, make sure I get this right. He's kind of a mercenary. He's a mercenary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hench. Like he's always never been from the stuff that I've read. Never the main guy. He kind he's of falls like into a henchman. the henchman role a lot, but he has had very. Uh, so Tony Masters is the main is the guy, mm-hmm. like that's the character Taskmaster, and uh, he he just he, he kind of he, he has every skill you can think of. Yeah. Right. He's deceptive, but he has the fighting skills, and then he he, it's it's he's a very cool character to know that he's coming in. Yeah. Um. He and, has like the skull face. I don't know if that helps the readers at home, but Taskmaster is somebody that I think a, a lot of people, myself included, want to see. And they've gone the trend recently, Marvel, where they get the villains right. Yes. They hadn't done that in a while. Yeah. The last few villains. I mean, obviously Thanos, but I think they did a good job with Mysterio. Yeah. Spoiler I, alert. Yeah. Great, they did a great job in Mysterio. And, uh, so I'm really hoping that they they. And this is a film to me that needs to get everything right because, I, as why I love Black Widow, you get there's a couple of things that play into here. That one, we know she's dead, so this is a prequel. Um, while people enjoy her in the Avengers movies, will they care enough to come out 
and see her film just her, which Marvel's done this where they can do whatever the fuck they want. So yeah, but they also you know how you get me giving, out there. They're giving a great support, which is what I was just getting to a great supportive cast and bringing in Roberto's guy, David Harbor. David Harbor. Hop, hop, coming in as not to be confused with the guy. But don't, he no spoilers, Hoss. no spoilers at all. But for those of you who are Stranger Things fans, David Harbor's name is Alexi. In this movie, and he is playing... What a twist. It's, I thought it was pretty ironic. Uh, playing a character named Red Guardian, which is basically the Soviet's version of Captain America. And he was actually wearing a Captain America shirt uh, during an interview at Comic-Con and said, you will find this very important that he's wearing this shirt. So I don't really know what that means. Um, so he's either a good guy or maybe they'll make him a bad guy. I, I don't know. I think... That he'll be a good guy, um, in the the course of the movie. Yeah, but probably not a good guy in the course of the MCU. So they are they're filming currently. They did show some footage of Black Widow kicking some ass, and David Harbour's rocking this long, thick beard, a aggressive beard. If you watch the uh, Frankenstein's Monsters mm-hmm. Monster Frankenstein, <laughs> he has a very long beard in that very strange show. About a half hour long. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, I did you did you actually? I didn't watch, watch it. it. I, I watched it the other day. I, I, I'm interested. Like it was funny. Yeah, but it's very weird. Very weird. So if you're into weird stuff like Check that, you're not really sure about even yeah. while it's happening. Yeah. But you want to laugh a couple times. It's good for that. Um. So he's jacked and he's getting in. The yeah. Shit. So he's, he's Red curious. Guardian, which is sweet. Uh, Red Guardian is like RP said, like the Soviet uh, Captain soldier. America. Red Guardian is also so. I, if I had to guess, it's going to take place in and around the Red Room. Yeah, clearing um, clear the the red from her ledger. Yeah, is what she said. Yeah. Uh, so and then Red Guardian is either going to be your villain. Yeah. That's trying to stop her because he's protecting the Soviet secrets and things like that, or he's going to be the, the one that kind of helps her get out of. Right. We talked. They talked about how Hawkeye did it earlier. So he might play a role in that as well. What I actually read was that uh, this takes place after Civil War. Okay. Which would be pretty cool because it's not going all the way back, but it's going a little bit back. Yeah. But so maybe she goes to the Soviet Union or what would be Russia at that point. Yeah, because we don't know Who what knows? she's doing. There's a very cool thing that's, that happened in the comics um, a couple times, but more recently in the Avengers, the this Winter Guard that they have. Yes. Um, so it's kind of like the Russian Avengers. Yeah. And if we, they could build to that. I think that would be sweet because, like, the Red Guardian is in that. Um, they might, dude. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. I, like I'm an international fan. Guardian? Well, I mean, Avengers. Yeah. Uh, so, Rachel Ursa Weiss Major. is also in this as no, well. Ursa Major is a giant bear. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I do know who that is. Big, yes. Big fan of Ursa Major. So, if, he, if, I, if they could work this into, like, the Russian aspect of it, there's some hey, places for them to go. If they could make a talking raccoon in tree work. And they can make anything. Well, Orson Major is uh, a, a mutant. Okay. So, so that's the thing that they... But they're getting there. We're getting there. So you can look for this film May 1st, 2020. That will be the first film to kick off Phase 4. Phase four and then the, the first step after what they're calling the Infinity Saga. So it's going to be really freaking cool. And as we said, they closed out with Blade. And it's going to be really interesting to see the MCU open to vampires. So there's um, also some things announced, but they haven't yes. been. Like, we don't have dates for any of these things. I actually have a question for RP that we'll get through uh, when we go through here. 
some of the big announcements or the things that are coming, but we don't know when. Yeah, so he Feige closed the panel by announcing that they have Black Panther 2 on the way and Captain Marvel 2 on the way, which we all knew, and also Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which we just have to wait for James Gunn to be done with uh, Suicide Squad before they can come back and get that done. But Feige also mentioned that that it is confirmed or that the X-Men are in the works. They are working currently on a film. Uh, no news about... Ursa Major. Ursa Major. Uh, no news Trinity. really about anything, Trinity. but they Trinity said that players. they will be doing something with the X-Men that has never been done. So I have kind of was reading some stuff that they're going to explore maybe mutants first and maybe then build to the X-Men. Um, so they could necessarily do Ursa Major, who is a mutant, not an X-Men. Um, and then also... The big one that we all know was coming. We've talked about it on the Marvel Universe yes. episode. Fantastic Four. Yes. No release date. They just said that it's coming. It's in development. Uh, so it's time for Doctor Doom and the Silver Surfer. Did they confirm that they are the villains? No, no, they did not. Yeah. Not. So I, I, and if you're asking me, they're not. They're not. They are they're not. They're not going to be in these movies at all. But you know that they... You know they've done it wrong so many times. I think they, they leave those guys alone. Maybe I, Silver Surfer. Definitely th- not Doom. I think that they will... I think since Doctor Doom is such a huge villain in the Marvel Universe that they could use him to build the next phase. I think what they do with, with Fantastic Four is they have their own movie and then they're already established characters, much like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then the end, maybe your end credit scene, is a Doom tease. Tease Doom. Yeah, he's not going to be in the first movie at all. Uh, they're probably going to do what they did with Spider-Man, like you said, uh, and save him. But he's just such a big villain to use. So Silver Surfer, that could build Galactus. So we don't really know. It's just a really exciting time uh, for Marvel. So that's the end of what Marvel had to announce. Uh, they did say no Avengers film. This Phase 4 is about beginning, uh, which is kind of like how Phase 1 was. And that the new Avengers movie will also feature people we know or people that we will soon meet. But the curious part is about, if it's about beginnings, why are we starting it off with Black Widow? I think you're going to establish characters. Just people that we know? Yeah, and then people will come back. Uh, so, like, David Harbour's character might be a big deal. That's what deal. I said. Will something big come for this? Will David Harbour's character? I think Another thing. I think we want him to be a huge character to continue over. Yeah, David Harbour. Because we love David Harbour. We just love David Harbour. I love him and everything, but... Uh... Hellboy. Big another thing with Phase Four. So, like, if you think about it, Phase Four um, is going to be one, two, three, four, five movies. Yes, and so five, five TV shows, five movies, five TV shows, and one to be announced. Because Feige is direct quoted saying, "We have eleven things in so the next I two think years." That they're surprising to me. But there's not another Spider-Man. Anyway. Yes. So that could be your 11th. That could be. Or that could be saved for Phase 5. If you haven't seen Far From Home. Spoiler alert. Turn us off right there's now. There's a lot of... I'm not... No, there's no spoiler alert, But there's okay. a lot of questions to be answered. That I think probably would need to be answered prior to. Unless it's, it's Spider-Man Homecoming. I know it was the end of Phase 4. But it is also the beginning of Phase 5. No, it's the end of phase th- or three. Yeah, that's what I mean. Three and four. Yeah, so this is yeah, phase yeah. four. So it's the end of phase three and the beginning of phase four. Yeah, like that. Th- so that closed like, out phase but three. I'm, so that's what I'm saying. Like those yeah. end credit scenes that we're not going to discuss. 
Are they going to lead you into? Is that his new beginnings? I would is that a thing that we have to work with? Probably. And you're going to give it two years to kind of pander out? Because there's no way they're going to follow that up in the next Spider-Man movie. They'll follow it up in the... Not the, the second. The first end credit, yes, definitely in the next Spider-Man. But the following one, probably mm. big deal. I'm talking more Captain about Captain Marvel 2, maybe. The first end credit scene. Um, so, what? what's your guess for the last Marvel movie? Or the last announcement? Number 11. Because they confirmed. Do you think it's a Stranger Things connection? It's 11. <laughs> 11. Dude, I have no idea. I really don't. Yeah, I guess. I'm just asking for a guess. Guess. Because it's got to be something pretty big. If they're going to announce it. The, the maybe, assumption is D23 they're going to announce. Maybe Deadpool. Just Deadpool because it's a shareholder thing. That makes sense. Maybe. Uh, it also could be very easily be... It could be the Spider Man three. Like, like, yeah, it could be. It could be one of those things that was announced but not confirmed. It could be an X Men movie. Could be Captain Marvel, Black be, Panther two. Yeah, or something it could like be that. any of those things, and they kind of maybe they have footage already. Which I'm kind of surprised Black Panther two. I mean, I guess Coogler was busy and shit, but I'm kind of surprised it's waiting this long that it's not in the next phase. Uh, that Black Panther, Captain Marvel two, fine, but they've had time for Black Panther two. Also, surprise snub. Uh, not were mentioned at all, Ant-Man 3. And that leads me to believe that we, I don't think we're going to get it. Oh, man. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp is not great, but when have you seen a, Paul a built-in trilogy? Paul Rudd and Ant-Man need to be... He'll be in the universe. Yes, he needs to be Nick Fury. And I think he needs that to be he... in movies. He needs to be the Hulk. He got one movie. That's it. Yeah. If you think about it. He could be in movies. He can be in as many movies as he wants. I'm a big fan of the character. I do not need to watch this in a movie. I think they should have Ant-Man and the Wasp lead the next set of Avengers. Um, with, like, Falcon. Not, like, lead lead, but be, be, be a mentor. Oh, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I think that's that... That's a big difference from leading. Yeah, no. Cap, Falcon and Winter Soldier will lead it. Um, so, it's a pretty. it was a pretty big fucking panel. I mean, we spent, I think, close to an hour talking just about yeah, all Marvel, the information. Mar- like we said, Marvel had a blank slate, and they filled it up. Yeah. So, so, your biggest takeaway from this panel, what are you uh, most... Dis- Disney Plus is a big thing that yeah. I have to get on. So yeah, and if it's for the low price of it's cheap. It's 60 about eight bucks, bucks for the year. It's, it's about 8 bucks a month or uh, 60 for a year if you pay up front. Something like that, 60 70 something like that. It's, I believe it's cheap. It's, it's cheap. I did the math the other day. I it's believe like it's like 50. 20 bucks cheaper. If you buy it, yeah, you get two months for free. Basically, yeah, if you if you buy it uh, up front, it's about twenty bucks. Cheaper. I think it's like five seventy a month or something like that. Yeah. You can't beat it. It's um, not. It's not bad. Uh, you're gonna get all your Disney shows. I know um, the Star Wars, the Mandalorian. Yeah, but I'm saying like your Disney movies and I didn't mean shows. Kids, if you have kids, it's you, gonna be good. It's, it'll be helpful just to keep them kind of occupied. The Lion King is gonna premiere on there first. Captain Marvel is gonna be on there yeah. first. So Disney Plus is obviously shit. a big deal. Uh, they're they're pushing that, which is clear because now you're gonna have all these people who are very into Marvel paying for Disney Plus just to get the TV shows that they could get on Netflix before. Um, my whole streaming service rant I'll save for another episode. <laughs> um, but, uh, so what are you most hyped for? Uh, the biggest thing for me, Thor scares me, so I'm gonna stay away from that. Hawkeye and the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Very excited for it. Uh, you mentioned the Thor thing. Thor's big thing in uh, that that run mm-hmm. is that he's not worthy. Yeah. 
feel like all of Endgame was that he's not worthy. Yeah. So just I, as much as I'm excited to see Jane Foster as Thor, I don't want to like jump it, on board yet until yeah, I see how kind of they how said gonna it's going it. to be both of them. And uh, Hemsworth said that the adventures of Korg will continue like with Thor. So they'll be in the movie. So we can hope that Korg is playing Xbox at some point in the movie. Yes, basically on at new Asgard. That guy called me bitch. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be really interesting. It'll be cool if it, they were kind of a tag team to see. Yeah, it's just Jane a matter of how does that Thor. happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, I'd say I'm most excited for, I mean, Cap and, Falcon Winter Soldier, I've been excited for since they announced it. Yeah. Knowing that there's a Hawkeye series, I'm excited for. Yeah. Thor is huge for me, mm-hmm. but I'd say I'm the most hesitant about that at the same time. That makes sense. So I'm excited for those two. Uh, Thor is the most potential. Yeah. But well, I'm, cons- and then, I'm con- I don't know how they're going to handle what it. What about one you don't really care about, but you're still going to watch it? Eternals. Yeah. But we knew that already. Yeah. Uh, so for the, the Eternals, I, I don't know what's going on with it. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Blade, yes. Black Widow, yes. If I'm going through the list, Thor, yes. Hawkeye, yes. Um, Probably the What If, the, the animated. The What If, I think, has a less likelihood. It uh, has more more of a likelihood of me being excited for things with it than the Eternals, because I know some of the things they'll do with What yeah. If. The Eternals, to me, is like Guardians of the Galaxy. When I when when I when they announced Guardians, I was, I'm nowhere near as excited as I was uh, when they announced Guardians. I was like, this is awesome. I'm hyped. Something new. The Eternals. I'm just very curious. Yeah, no, like, I'm definitely more excited for uh, Shang-Chi than The Eternals. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be an awesome movie. It's, it's, it's going to be really it's cool. It's a kung fu movie. It's going to be sweet. Uh, the Eternals itself. They said that everyone just seems really grateful to be working on these movies. On um, the Marvel movies? Because mm-hmm. they know. They know they're going to make a ton of money off of them. And it's going to help them. But the thing is with the, the why The Eternals, I think, is my biggest, like, like, I don't care necessarily over what if, is that what if, even though it's a series, mm-hmm. so there's so many options. Yeah, true. And I, if it's just, is it just what if Marvel MCU? I think so, yeah. They might, I mean, they could might they, Could they, they bring could things X-Men. in? You know yeah. what I mean? Could they bring things in yep. from other areas? You already have these characters established. What have, So I'm sure one of them, because Michael B. Jordan's already signed on, what if Killmonger actually becomes Black Panther? Yeah. Right? Uh, how does that play out? And then you see all that kind of stuff. So I think it's a cool thing, and it's probably going to be like 25-minute, half-hour episodes. Yeah, for sure. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Whereas um, the Eternals... It's a movie. I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck to expect. Uh, I'll say I'm most hyped for, I said I was most hyped for Doctor Strange. And the thing that I don't really care for, but I'm still going to watch it, um, to be completely honest, is Hawkeye. Yeah, well, you weren't. You've never been a big Hawkeye guy. I like the character in the movies. It and oh, yeah, um, Avengers two. He was freaking awesome. That's where it stops for you, though. Yeah, that's where I'm, it stops. I'm not a yeah. huge Clint Barton fan. Yeah, but you. I but know I, you like I the like, Hawkeye series. I like yeah. Clint Barton, and I really like Kate Bishop. When we would go, he would always buy Hawkeye. I think I tried it once, and I was like, "This isn't yeah. for me." Yeah, that's just I, all it was. I like Kate Bishop a lot. So just knowing that she'll be there, and I, yeah. I think there's a, a wave. There's places for her to go mm-hmm. from there and then i know I, i'm gonna lie i know i'm gonna like it all right so let's play our new favorite game for just a minute or two and then we'll wrap this up <laughs> some of these things haven't been casted yet yes yes who do you want in one of these roles just one give me one so like fantastic four hasn't been casted i i kind of go with the winter web on this one 
John Krasinski, Emily John Blunt. John Krasinski's Reed Richards and Emily Blunt. And is Chris Evans back Sue as Storm. Chris Evans back. puts the face on. No, no, Chris Evans back as the Human he's, Torch. Yeah, he's Human Torch. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying he's got to put. He's got, can't look exactly like Cap. He's got to do something. They got to put makeup in. Alternate reality. Who's your Ben Grimm? Who's your the thing? It's not Michael Chiklis. That's for sure. Kevin James. Doug Heffernan. Wait, can I get Kevin James in every movie? Actually, <laughs> David Harbor. Are obviously uh, David Harbor would have been a good choice. As we though. talked about earlier, with James Cameron sucking, uh, <laughs> our podcast holds power. We got David Harbor a huge role that he didn't realize he he was getting from us just weeks ago. He's already started filming, but we're responsible for that. We should start watching what we say because we have a lot of power. Killed Rip Torn. (laughs) You did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, James Cameron lost. He was a crumb bum. Now he no longer holds the title. So basically, whoever we want to play the Fantastic Four will play the Fantastic Four. Fuck it, RP as Mister Fantastic and Kevin James. It. And as Kevin James is Ben Grimm. Uh, I want to see Craven in Black Panther too. Craven, I like that. I want to see that. I want to see that happen. All right, so you can bring him in the Spider Man. Who's your Craven? My Craven would be Danny Trejo. I think he's too old for Craven. For he is me, so he's old. He's too he's fucking about old. Ninety five years old. Exactly. But I still want it. He's um, got the mustache. He's got that accent. My guy. Ideally, no. But I think it'd be funny. Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who would my Craven be? You need like a good guy. So with, my thing would be rock here, a mustache. My, yeah, my Craven is already casted in a DC role, so I don't think it'll work. Who? Joe Manganiello. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Would be he would be an awesome but Craven for me. Here's the thing, that's kind of not a thing anymore. Uh, yeah, because Justice League flopped so bad that so maybe Joe it's Mangiello. a possibility. Joe, that actually go, I like that. That's Joe, a good one. Yeah, I mean, I think he fits. Let's. I like it. Oh uh, yeah, make him Craven. All I right. think he could be Craven. All right, and so we have the X Men confirmed, not produced or not um, under production. Nothing yet. All Who right, do so we give, want? Give me one X Men. You you pick them. Wolverine. And give it to me. Who's Wolverine. your who's? Um, no, I'm saying you say. So you want Wolverine? Who's your Wolverine? It's not Hugh Jackman. Robert, Can't be anymore. Robert it's not, No, he's dead. Stop. <laughs> Taron Egerton. This is like the last episode all over again. <laughs> uh, I, um, maybe Charlie. No, no, no. He's too pretty. Charlie Hunnam. Let's say maybe, but he's like. Yeah, he is. Pre- he is a pretty. He's a pretty boy. face. Maybe he could be find, Cyclops. Maybe could, yeah, he could be Cyclops. Maybe you find somebody out of kind of obscurity. Yeah, like they did with Hugh Jackman. I'm um, alright. He wasn't ob- obscure. At, when they casted him, yeah. He was big in Australia, wasn't he? For Broadway. Oh, it was just like, okay, I didn't know if he'd done Australian movies or not. No, but like people, when they cast him, people are like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I'm like all right with, thing. I want to see Jubilee. Not, so like. I actually would like to I see I don't know Gambit. who I'd, who'd play her. I would like to see Gambit as a side, like what they did, it, the movie sucked. Yeah. Hey, like, uh, like they, like he should have been all along. He didn't need his own movie. No. He's X-Men, not that interesting. X-Men Origins, shit movie, but what they did cool was that they had Gambit play a tiny role. And I would love to see Chad and Tatum. I think perfect. Yeah, no, it made sense when they did it. The I first could time. see Channing Tatum as. Nah, I can't see him as Wolverine. I was going to say that. What about Joe? Yeah, sure. Fuck yeah, it. Fuck why it. Not? I mean, you're not going to be craving Joe. We changed our minds. You're Wolverine now. David Harbor. David Harbor, you're every X Men. It's a one man show. The X Men movie with David Harbor. I, I want it. I want it. Mark Wahlberg. Hey, 
<laughs> What's going on? Who's your Professor X? Or do you get? Or you move past that? He's dead. That would be interesting to see. Because like Scott like, Summers kind of leads it now. He did. He wasn't. Emma Frost is around. You don't necessarily need a Professor X, but you could have one. Maybe just in like flashbacks. I'm trying to think who. So then it could be a really old head. person though. Is what I'm saying. So you could get away with like maybe you bring back Ian McKellen. Fucking oh, mind fuck. There it is. Um. All right. Uh. Mystique. Who's my mystique? Yeah. Um, and then I got one more for you, and then we'll close it out. Who is my mystique? I'm trying to think of like a a younger actress that would play that role. I didn't like Jennifer Lawrence as mystique. I was never a big fan of her as mystique. I'm trying to think of what's Haley Steinfeld's a kind of an up and coming. Uh, yeah, I couldn't I'm see not, her though. Not a big fan. Who's the girl from like the Divergent movies? I could see. Oh, her. Shailene Woodley. She's out of the game though. Did she stop acting? Yeah, she went, like, activist. All right. I could see her being, like, a mystique character. I could see. I actually like that. That's good. Give me a Disney actress. I'm sure we could turn them into mystique. Hey, they're all those Disney girls. They all they fit the kinda, mold. Yeah, they kind of just build up. All right, last things. one. Colossus. Ooh. I got, my, I got my Wolverine. Tom Hardy. I like that a lot. Tom Hardy's Wolverine. Tom Hardy could also play Colossus. Colossus. I don't know why when I think Russian people, I think Joe Mangiello. <laughs> I think he'd just have him on he the He has, brain. like, that, like, look, though. Like, yeah, but Colossus has to be, like, this gigantic... Can the mountain be Mickey, Colossus? Mickey Rourke. <laughs> he played Whiplash. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he played one Russian, he can play another. He's 65,000 years old. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah, I need like a I need like a jacked dude for Colossus, like John jacked, Cena, jacked, jacked guy. The Rock, uh, fuck it, The Rock. Yeah, but he's he's Black Adam. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. I want you to think about this, and I want you to really think about this. And on the next episode, this is how we're gonna start. I'm, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm all right with that. I'm casting my Colossus. To begin the next episode, regardless of, of the topic, the topic. I like it. All right, because I need time for Colossus. He's probably my favorite X Men. All right. So I need time for this. I need to get it right. Sounds good. And then once it happens, uh, as we know on previously recorded, it will happen. So shall it be written? So shall it be done? All right. Well, thank you if you're still listening uh, for joining us today on this really cool, exciting episode about the San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Remember to like, subscribe, and share us all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Previously recorded. All right. Thank you, guys.